Things go awry for Joe Ryan and the Minnesota Twins in game one against the Dodgers. It's a 10-3 Dodgers win. What went wrong tonight, and how can Ryan and the Twins be better Wednesday and moving forward as Cleveland is now tied for first in the American League Central? It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, August 9th. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. This is Nash Walker. I've been hosting this podcast for three seasons on a daily basis. Been writing about the Twins at Twins Daily for four seasons. Twins get whooped by the Dodgers tonight, 10 to 3 in the series opener. This series, this little two game set, the two games look very much different to me because because of the pitching matchups, but there's more to it than that. And I'm going to discuss that today. I'm also going to tell you what went wrong for Joe Ryan in this start and if it's fixable for the future. Joe Ryan tonight didn't have a feel for his changeup. What we knew about Joe Ryan, the Twins traded for Joe Ryan last year for Nelson Cruz, of course, and I still think that was a very good trade for the Twins, and it looks to be a potentially like rotation-altering trade just because a mid-rotation starter is really valuable. I've been down on Joe as a frontline starter since the Twins traded for him. I mean, I've called him a mid-rotation starter many times. At times, he's looked like a frontline starter. Like for periods of time, he's looked like a frontline starter. And other times, he looks like a back-of-the-rotation starter. So I think he's a mid-rotation starter. And the reason I I felt that when they traded for him and when and why I feel that way now is because, yes, I know the fastball plays up at 91-92, but when you cut everything away, you cut away the velocity, when you cut away everything else about the fastball, it's still 91-92 against major league hitters and the Los Angeles Dodgers. It can it may be fool it maybe fools Justin Turner or Trey Turner and Mookie Betts a couple times in their first at bat. They're like, whoa, that fastball got on me. A couple times. But after that, it's over. They're gonna get on that fastball. If you keep throwing it over and over and over, they're gonna get on the fastball. This this ain't the Detroit Tigers. Maybe you can get away with it with the Tigers throwing that thing 60, 70% of the time. You can't do that against the Dodgers. They're too good. And we've seen that with Joe against good lineups. He throws his fastball too much and it gets destroyed because good lineups can hit that fastball, even if it does have carry. And it does. Like it's a good, it has good characteristics. It has good ride. He has his arm slot plays into it. It plays up at 91 92, but it's 91 92 when everything else is taken away. It's 91 92. Now, does that mean I think Joe Ryan's career is doomed because his fastball isn't good enough? No, the difference for him and the reason I felt more pessimistic than others when the twins when the twins got him at the deadline in 2021 is because his off-speed stuff he doesn't have a good enough feel 
on a start-to-start basis with his off-speed stuff. Sometimes he doesn't have a good feel for his slider. Other times he doesn't have a feel for his changeup, especially his changeup, I feel like. Tonight, that was the problem tonight. In this pretty left-handed lineup, you got Freeman and Bellinger and Muncie and Lux and Gallo, and the bottom of the lineup whooped up on Joe Ryan. Those lefties at the bottom and Lux, Bellinger, and Gallo, they got to him early. It wasn't Mookie. It wasn't, I mean, Freddie had, they had good nights, but it wasn't really them. They didn't score 10 runs because of Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. They scored 10 runs because the whole lineup was doing well, and especially the bottom part early on. The reason the lefties got to him is because his changeup, he couldn't spot it. At a certain point, he threw it straight into the ground in front of the mound because he held on to it so long. Didn't have a feel for it. Couldn't locate the changeup. I think he threw two straight changeups to Bellinger to start a big time at bat and where belly doubled and they scored two runs, I believe. But he started him with two changeups that weren't really close. Like they were not competitive. So as a hitter, you're sitting in the box. And if he throws you two changeups, and you already know he, he might not have a good feel for his off-speed stuff because he throws a fastball 60% of the time. I'm sitting there in the box as a hitter, as a good hitter. And I'm thinking, okay, there's no chance he's going to, he has to throw me a fastball. He has to. Now it's just about finding it and I'm going to hit it hard somewhere. And, that's what they did tonight. Like, especially the lefties. If you can't, if Joe Ryan cannot feel for his changeup, if he can't locate it, if he can't locate his slider against righties, he's going to get crushed. And that's not true for every pitcher. If Garrett Cole, not fair to Joe Ryan, but if Garrett Cole can't spot up his slider very well on, on a night, he can be just fine because he throws 98 to 100. He can beat you flat out with his fastball. He can throw his fastball right by you over and over and over. And over time, Cole need, will need to get his slider back to be the pitcher we know he can be. Ryan can't get away with that because he doesn't have enough fastball. If he threw a great slider, Shane Bieber, I think Shane Bieber is a great example of this. Bieber is 91-92 with the fastball. 91-92. He's been 91-92 all year. He's basically Joe Ryan with the fastball. You might argue Joe has better characteristics on his fastball than Shane Bieber, but why is Bieber viewed and why is he a much better pitcher than Ryan right now? Well, Ryan's a rookie, so he's still working through these things, and I think we have put a lot of pressure on him this year. The reason Bieber is so good with a fastball at 91-92, and he's not a Cy Young caliber guy. He was before, but still a frontline starter, is because he has such great command of his off-speed stuff. And when you can spot up your curveball, his knuckle curve, slider, wherever you want, the fastball gets on hitters super quickly. Kenta Maeda in 2020 in the shortened season. Another great example of this. Fastball, 90, 91, 92. But he had such good command of his slider and great command of his splitter that the fastball got on hitters. And it was a great pitch in 2020 because he spotted up his off-speed stuff. When Ryan doesn't spot up his off-speed stuff, He's bad. Like, good lineups will jump on him. They'll crush him. That's kind of scary because he doesn't have a history of of having good off-speed stuff. That's why it's concerning. Also, his fastball command was spotty tonight. I mean, he didn't even have good fastball command. He made some pitches. I didn't think he was terrible. Like, I've seen him much worse than that in his short, very short major league career. He just didn't have a feel for his off-speed stuff. And when you don't have a feel for your off-speed stuff at Dodger Stadium, Joe Ryan's going to get crushed like that. That's just what's going to happen. And that's what happened tonight. Five reasons outside of Ryan. Why this night went the way it did. And let's break that down after this word from Bill Barr. 
If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. What's great about Built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. Why did tonight go the way it did and why do I think Wednesday is hopefully better for the Twins? Number one, the Twins quietly this year have not been very good against left-handed pitching overall. They're missing Kyle Garlic, which hurts even more. On the season, the Twins have a 102 OPS plus. That's still above average. Average is 100. They're at 102 against left-handed pitching. That's tied for 14th best in baseball. So just dead league average against lefties. And for a lineup that I think is pretty good, uh, that's that's below where they should be. In a lineup that has Buxton and Correa is lower than they should be. And it's not Buxton and Correa. Correa hasn't been great. Buxton has crushed lefties. It's more the rest of the group. But quietly this year, just keep in mind, and this has been the case for multiple years in a row, where the Twins have not hit lefties after they were historically good against left-handed pitching in 2019. Now, since then, they haven't really hit left-handed pitching very well. And they're still above average. They're still above league average, essentially, against lefties. But just not the same as against righties. Against right-handed pitching, the Twins have a 111 OPS plus. That's 11% better than league average. That's top six in baseball, sixth against right-handed pitching. So you, you might notice that when you're watching. They're better against right, they're better against most right-handed starters than they are left-handed starters. <laughs> and if you're weaker against lefties, if you're a league average offense against lefties, and that's with Cal Garlic for a lot of those games, and then you're facing Julio Arias, you're going to be in trouble. Arias is one of the best left-handed pitchers in the game. I mean, they're incredible when Arias is pitching. They're 9-0 in his last nine starts, now 10-0 in his last 10 starts. He's an a absolute run preventer, Julio Arias, one of the better young starters in the game, one of the best left-handed starters in the game. So there's, there's reasons one and two why tonight went the way it did. The Twins are weaker against left-handed pitching, and Julio Arias is one of the best left-handed pitchers in the game. Number three, they're on the road versus an elite ball club. Twins are minus, the Dodgers are minus 220 Tuesday night to beat the Twins. And, and much of that is Urias and Ryan being the rookie he is and the Twins' third best starter. But this is an elite, this Dodgers team to me, yes, the Yankees are good. The Mets are really good. Yes, the Astros are very good. This is the best team in baseball to me, the Dodgers. One through nine, their lineup can beat you anywhere. And that's true for those other clubs too, but not not in the same realm for me. You got Cody Bellinger who won MVP in 2019 batting, what was he batting tonight, eighth? Like, I know he hasn't been the same since then, but it's still Cody Bellinger. You got Joey Gallo batting ninth in that lineup. I know he's not the same, but it's still Joey Gallo who's been a monster. He was a monster for the Rangers. I just think this lineup's super deep. I think their pitching staff is really tough, especially when Kershaw's healthy. 
I think this is the best team in baseball, and the Twins are really, really far away from being the best team in baseball. And I'm not saying the Twins had no chance tonight, but this is one of those games that you look at and you're like, yeah, the Twins are probably going to get destroyed tonight. It would have been great if they were competitive. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference? The difference is if they're competitive in that game and they use Duran and they use Lopez and they use the bullpen and they lose, it hurts just as much, if not more, than losing 10-3. to 3. So what do you do? You flush it and you move on to the next day. The, the goal in this series is to split. If they split, that would be great. This is the toughest series of the year for me, and it's a two-game series, but it's in L.A. against the best team in baseball and they're throwing Julio Arias at you in the first game. It's very, very difficult. It's the Dodgers. That's one of the main reasons. That's my fifth reason. It's the Dodgers. My fourth is, I lied, Joe Ryan is a part of my reason. I'm sorry. Joe Ryan is a rookie and the Twins' third best starter. Flat out, no question to me anymore that Joe Ryan is the Twins' third best starter, and that's not as much a knock on Joe as it is how I feel about Tyler Malley, who I think can be very good for the Twins. I know the numbers don't check out. He's got a higher ERA than Joe and a higher ERA than Sonny, but I think he's one of their top two starters, and I think Sonny Gray and Tyler Malley as a duo are their best starters for different reasons. I think when Sonny has his best command, he's super tough, and Malley's stuff is just jumps. His stuff jumps. I think they're both... The, the Twins' two best pitchers, whatever order, and I think Joe Ryan is third. So it's, you know, a rookie at Dodger Stadium. It, it's not surprising. How can tomorrow be better? Why should tomorrow be better? Wednesday, I'm going to tell you why. After this word from BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting scores and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening today. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, BetOnline.net, fastest and easiest way. Check in on all your sporting needs, podcasts, scores, betting. It's the best place to go. Go to betonline.net, either on your phone or your desktop. It is where the game starts. Why should Wednesday be better? Why should I? Why am I expecting Wednesday to be better for the Twins? Sonny Gray, in three starts in the second half, has a 113 ERA and an opponent's OPS of 499. He was exceptional in Detroit right out of the break. I thought he was really good in San Diego, very solid. I know it was only five innings, but we'll get to that. And then five innings, five scoreless innings against Toronto. Not pretty, walked five, but honestly, kind of a, a feat. He made the pitches. <laughs> he made the pitches to not give up any runs while walking five. 499 opponents OPS, 113 ERA in three second half starts. They've been, you know, two of them have been five innings, but I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's important. If Sonny Gray can replicate his Blue Jays start five scoreless innings against this Dodgers lineup. You take that and run. You don't push six. You got a really rested bullpen now on the back end. You can go Fulmer in the sixth, Dealbar for the lefties in the seventh, Duran in the eighth, and Lopez in the ninth. Easy for you can make those four innings up quickly. So if Sonny Gray gives you five, five scoreless or five very good innings, you're in a really nice spot, a much better spot than you expect to be in that matchup. But I think Sonny has a chance to pitch well Wednesday and he's been very good so far in the second half. So that's one reason I think tomorrow should be better. 
Dodgers starter is likely going to be Ryan Pepio. And we have to let's put this into perspective for the Dodgers. It's he's a rookie. So you'd expect like, oh great, the twins are getting a rookie. The Dodgers are never going to put someone out there who's not at least very talented, right? So you're picking your spots here. It would have been Kershaw. So the alternative to Kershaw is Ryan Pepio, a rookie, a good right-handed rookie. We'll take that all day long. It's you have to put it in, it's all relative to what you'd usually see. And the twins would have seen Kershaw Wednesday, but Kershaw's on the injured list. So it's going to be likely Ryan Pepio. They're to be determined. I like the pitching matchup. I think that he's right-handed. I like that. The bullpen is rested, and it's a new day. It's a new day. We've seen this Twins team come back, and I said this after the first game of the Toronto series. What did they do? They came back. They walked it off. They showed some heart and some grit, and they won two games in a row in the Toronto series. We've seen them all year after demoralizing losses, tough losses, losses where they look like they don't belong, come out the next day against that same team, and compete and work their tails off. I expect nothing less tonight or Wednesday night. I think I tweeted out tonight. I said, basically, what what did Twins fans expect Tuesday night out of the Twins? Because my feeling coming in was it would be great if they could compete, if they could push this thing. That would be awesome. If Joe Ryan gave you a great start, the offense showed up and, and got to Arias just a little bit, and you had a chance to win, that would be exceptional. It was very unlikely. It was very unlikely. Knowing what we know, I know this is baseball and there's so much parody, but I'm not saying the Twins are are like terrible when I say this. I'm just saying the cards were stacked against them in a, in a massive way. I was going to tweet before the game that the Dodgers are 9-0 and in Arias' last nine starts. The Twins haven't won at Dodger Stadium since 2005. The Dodgers are red hot. The, the cards are stacked against them Tuesday. I think the cards are stacked better for them Wednesday because of the starting pitchers, because it's game two of the series, and maybe you learn some things in game one in some at-bats. I'm, I'm looking for some silver linings from the game, but I do feel better, and I think looking at Wednesday, I don't have the same feeling as I did Tuesday going into the game. I expect much better from them Wednesday. And when I say things like that, like what do you expect – I don't mean that to be me making excuses for the twins. I'm not trying to make excuses for them as much as I'm saying this is reality. Like reality is when the twins are batting three lefties, Sandy Leone and two lefties, Leone's a switch hitter, in their bottom four against one of the best left-handed pitchers in the game, how do you think that's going to go? Like that's just sometimes they surprise us. And they'll surprise us and they'll go off in games we think they won't go off and they do. And I'm not saying they're not capable of or shouldn't do that more often. It's just we have to be – I have to be real. Like I I have to be real. I have to be logical. And when I looked at that matchup Tuesday night, I can't tell you I felt great. And that's not because I think Ryan is bad. I think Joe Ryan is a borderline playoff starter. But at Dodger Stadium against this lineup, can't tell you I felt good about that. I feel better about Sonny. I don't feel great about Sonny, but I feel better about Sonny because he's a vet. He's not a rookie. I mean, that's such a big factor with Joe Ryan. I think people forget all the time because there's so much on his shoulders. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. How many? I think he's made less than 20 career starts. Might be right around 20 now. He made five last year. He's probably, I think he's at 17 or 18 this year. Like, 
he's a rookie. He he's super young. He's still learning how to pitch. That's a tough assignment. Sonny Gray is not. Sonny Gray's a veteran. He should give you a chance to win most times out. And I expect him to give the twins a chance to win. He's been very good against left-handed hitters. He's been good against right-handed hitters. This is a, an alternating Dodgers lineup. I also think that's that's always a feature of a good lineup these days is when they alternate. You have a great right-handed hitter, a great left-handed hitter. You have a great right-handed hitter, a great left-handed hitter. I think it leaves you less susceptible to tougher platoon matchups. And the Dodgers have that. They have it all. Like They have it all. They have the best farm system in baseball. They have the highest payroll are right up there. I think they are. They must be the highest, if not second. They have Mookie Betts. They have Freddie Freeman. They have, like, the list goes on. Will Smith, Trey Turner. Stars galore in L.A. That's how it's always going to be for them. Does that mean I, I I think the Twins can't go in there and win a game? No. The Pirates swept the Dodgers earlier this year. The Twins should be more competitive Wednesday. Is it an excuse to say I didn't expect them to be competitive Tuesday? Perhaps, but I did not. I did not expect them to be competitive Tuesday. I'll leave you with this. It's sad. With the Twins' loss and the Guardians' win, they are tied for first place in the American League Central. For the first time since April 23rd, I'm going to go to bed tonight, Tuesday night, August 9th, 109 days ago, 108 days ago, the Twins went to bed and they were not in a playoff spot. I went to bed and the Twins were not in a playoff spot in the American League. That was the last time that happened. When I go to bed tonight, if the season ended today, the Twins would not be in the postseason for the first time since April 23rd, which is sad. But I also think it is a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call. You're sitting pretty in first place all year in a terrible division. You have to. They're going to have to earn this. Like They're going to have to go out and win games. You can't just play 500 for the rest of the year. And I mean, maybe that gets you the division still, but... I don't like their chances in that. The Guardians are playing tough. The White Sox, I don't know. You know, Tim Anderson's out now, so they're tougher to predict. But the Twins are going to have to earn this, and they're going to have to be much better than they've been since basically mid-May. They're going to have to – now they have the weapons. I've said it before. Recently, they have the tools. They have the bullpen. I think they have enough in the rotation to go out there and win a bunch of ball games down the stretch, make the playoffs, make a little noise. That's all I want to see, and they're going to have to go earn it now. So right now, because of the tiebreakers, the Twins are not in a playoff spot. But maybe when you listen, Wednesday night or Thursday morning, they'll be back. The Twins will be back. I'll be here after that game, after game two of the Dodgers series Wednesday night. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'll make your second listen to Lockdown MLB Podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Twins on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Go Twins!